Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <laughs> Here they are. Two bleak boys who do not want to be sitting down watching Grown Ups 2 for the ninth time. That's what you're about to be treated to, folks. Uh, also, some pretty uh, questionable language, which is certainly not in our vernacular these days. So apologies and a heads up on a bit of that. Man, oh man. This was uh, one of several low points that we suffered early on. What's very exciting is that I know in the next episode, episode 10, which unfortunately I'm not going to get to tune into because the even-numbered episodes Guy gets to cover and I get all the odd ones. But in episode 10, we got the drinking game coming up, which I think is a fantastic decision by us to lift us out of this funk. Um, a lot of reaching, a lot of reaching in this episode. We're, we're reaching out to proper professional film critics to try and gain some perspective on what we're doing in the movie that we're consuming. Reaching for shining lights, big, strong, aimless reaches for shining lights. And, yeah, just a bit of sadness and a bit of anger, really, um, is what I'm feeling in this one. It's an interesting thing. Get two guys, put them in a situation like this and see what happens. It's almost, the more I kind of listen to these and think about things over the last uh, 10 years, guy and my friendship really has been forged in the fire. I know that's not the first time either one of us has said that, but it's true. And I think for... You know, most combinations of two people, if they were put through this trial, um, wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. You'd just come out hating each other, ending the project, and uh, early, I might add, and never talking again. But for some reason, these two silly boys just had enough gumption and moxie to make it through. So, uh, enjoy this episode, and... Um, Beautiful to get some time-coded shout-outs for our live shows that were happening back in the day. That's exciting to hear at the tail end of this episode. Some calls to action, which uh, don't mean anything anymore. You can, uh, the Facebook one does, though. You jump on there. Anyway, enjoy this, the ninth episode. It's a bleak one. Hello, welcome 
on to episode 9 of The Worst Idea of All Time with me, Guy Montgomery. And myself, Tim Bat. Two Billy T Award-nominated comedians watching the film Grown Ups 2 week after week for one whole year, 52 times in a row. And we bring you a podcast after each watch. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we are up to watch number nine out of 52. That's right. And, <laughs> Good God. and we have come after the delirious high of last week's uh, viewing post 48 Hour Film Festival. Thing it's we're back to the regular bleak nine a.m. on a Monday landscape of grown ups too. We've been g- crashed down to reality today. It's very sad. I wanted to open the podcast today uh, with some reviews from people who aren't us of the movie because I feel like we're getting a bit insular. We're getting a bit up our own ass with this podcast. That's, so I just that's wanna, natural. That's that's bound to happen. Yeah, but I wanted to prolong that as long as possible. So I just, you know, as an entry point, we've got some people who are listening for the first time, jumping on board. Why start at episode one? That's what I always say. It's like us. Why watch Grown Ups 2? Grown Ups 1. Just start at Grown Ups 2. Start when you want to start. Uh, here's what Empire... You know, Empire, very, Empire magazine, very well, well respected UK. and known film, film magazine. <laughs> Slothful, indulgent sequel that sees once great screen comedian hit self inflicted Sandlageddon. Listen to these guys. That, that guy's, whoever right there is a good reviewer. Sandlageddon, God, that's good. Uh, Hollywood Reporter. Throughout, gags are cartoonishly broad and afforded so little time for setup and delivery. We seem to be watching less a story and more a catalogue of tossed out. Oh, that's where it cuts off. I'm not going to read more. I agree with idea. that one because this is one thing I was I was thinking today. I think we've talked about it before. Is the idea of if we were to do an edit, so we could, we got rid of all the bits which we deemed not funny enough to be in the comedy or expendable. Yeah. And I was just doing a very vague catalogue of that in my mind. And there's yeah. not a lot of there's not a lot of meat left on the, <laughs> on the carcass of this movie. <laughs> Certainly isn't. Uh, the New York Times said this is pap, plain and simple, uh, scattered, raunch, light, devoid of emotional resonance. Accurate. Time out, New York. In the first five minutes, a deer walks into the star's bedroom, urinates on his face. It's all downhill from there. <laughs> See, that's good. It's <laughs> a brilliant summation of the film. Uh, total. Oh, film. All of these people have done a better job of summing up Grown Ups 2 with one sentence than we've done with <laughs> eight podcasts. <laughs> well, that's why it's important for us to step outside the yeah, bounds and you know, open it up every now and then. Uh, total Film UK, an equally shameless, just as shoddy, no less depressing sprawl of, quote, lively lessons and fat gags I assume they're talking about like versus the first grown ups movie there are a lot of fat gags like there Adam's, are? yeah are there? yeah well Adam Sandler um, keeps yelling at a, at a, a teen- preteen a teenager and then there's also the principal remember he goes over it's mainly Adam Sandler making fun of yeah making fun of fat people uh, Variety USA this will be the last one um uh, among the slackest, laziest, least film-like movies released by a major studio in the last decade. Wow. That is scathing. Well, I guess what, what hurts is that we didn't... No, well, I don't know. Look, I mean, there was a, there was, it's, it's, it happens occasionally. Last week was fine. This week there was that, that crystal moment of realisation that we're... I mean, at the start I was saying to Tim quite excitedly, you know what, after next week that's 10 of 52. That's almost 20% through. And then Tim turned that on its head after about half an hour of the movie today and he said, you know, after next week, we've only done one-fifth of what we've set out to do. And it, it's, it's, on it. it's all about spin, man. And if, if we're going to do it, I can't... Because you were getting blue again today. You yeah, got real blue. It's like you a, said you don't think you can do it. You asked if we could take off next week. 
Yeah. What's going on with you, man? It's it's like climbing Mount Everest and you put everything into into your climb so far, like everything. You think that you've died, you've used like half of your oxygen tanks and already. You look up. And you look up and you've you like you've left like two steps from the ground. That is what it feels like. It's awful. Hey, so um, just to uh, recap as well, last week we mused in our delirium about the idea of doing um, a sequel, Grown Ups 3, well, we're not going to make it. I'll put it that way, we're not going to make it. We were going to crowdsource the money for it, but look, we were, i got to say, I listened back to last week's podcast and... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who those guys were. I liked them. <laughs> I like their energy, their pep, and their verve. But I don't know where they've gone this week because we're in a different fucking room. I wanted to hang out with them, spend some time with them, man, because they were fun guys. They were you know? fun. They were having a great time. Um, but we asked, "How much would you pay to see Grown Ups 3D?" And I'll just read some of the tweets using that we the got hashtag back. Grown Ups 3D and just a number. Uh, fifteen fifty from Rebecca Falls up. It's a very sensible amount. It's yeah, that's how much you pay for a cost. movie. Yeah. Uh, Matt Lagan said $35,000, bitches. Jesus Christ. Loving that. Uh, Adam Wright, 15 bucks. Max Donnellan, 200 pounds. Let's throw some sterling at this bitch. That's not bad. Um, and someone called Sylvia Burgess said, uh, is Grown Ups 3D going to be a thing? Because I got really pumped about the naming a price and then Guy confused me. Guy confused everyone last week. But yeah, it was, everyone was, it was confused nice. last week. That was really nice. We also got a nice shout out from uh, a film reviewer for the for the New Zealand Herald, Dominic Corrie. Yeah. Who was talking about bad movies, which he secretly enjoys more than he's supposed to. And while Grown Ups 2 wasn't one of the top ones on his list... He did. He, he said, but two local comedians are, are watching it every week and attached a link. And that, those two comedians were us. We actually, um, uh, Guy and I tried to Trojan horse a mention of uh, the podcast into a, a nationwide broadcast oh, TV right. yeah. show this week, unsuccessfully, sadly. We didn't, we didn't try hard enough, and no, it wouldn't have really jibe with the vibe of the whole show. No, but that's, that's kind of the beauty of it, you know, when we can sneak one and everyone's like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking but about, and our little secret fun say, clubhouse, we're like, hey, you hey, saying hey. You saying Trojan Horse is, uh, is reminding me, you, you stumbled into a, a Trojan theory during the movie. I think we've touched on it before, but yeah. I'd like to revisit it, because yeah. it, it, it was, you were talking about the set design. We yeah. were in Chris Rock's kitchen, in yeah. the family kitchen, and yeah. what did you say? Uh, I said, you know what they've done a really good job of on here? The people in charge of art and set have um, really hammered home at how much money everyone makes, like quite accurately. And, and it's true, because we start off in Adam Sandler's family kitchen. I was talking to Tim today about how lovely open-plan living. They've, and, they've got a nice big island. I really like those <laughs> kitchens with the island in it. And it sprawls straight into sort of a living area. I mean, it's a, it's a phenomenal kitchen. <laughs> We're looking at redeeming features that keep us on this film. And right. right now it's Adam Sandler's kitchen. And then anyway, we go to Chris Rock's house and in his kitchen, and there's this sort of, it's smaller it's more condensed and there's kids toys lying everywhere and I think the, the theory was that while the actual content and the words and the action that the, that the actors have to go through in the movie is mm. terrible yeah they've they've dressed it up they've they've disguised it yeah they have they've trojan horse this piece of shit to get it through the front gates of a wide cinema release that's right trick people to parting with their money to go and see it um, and it is, it's, but it sucks. Here's the big secret about Grown Ups too, everyone. It fucking sucks. No, the cat's out of the bag now. As James Franco would say, Pandora doesn't go back in the box. When does he say that? Oh, Spider-Man? Knocked up. Oh. When, when Seth Rogen and him have a fight, and Seth Rogen says, you're not my friend, you're my pot dealer or something. Yeah. And James Franco goes, that's it, man. Pandora doesn't go back in the box. Oh, that's a good line. It's a good movie. 
what should we do on that one? Um, so, but I mean, can you think of other evidence or instances oh, yeah, yeah, of this yeah. Trojan like, horsing? Like, as you said, we have touched on this before, but like, just everything shot really pretty well. Yeah. You've mentioned that establishing shot at the very start of the movie, where it's just a beautiful sweeping vista of um, trees and suburban. Where are we in this film? Can you, I saw a sign saying Connecticut somewhere. Oh yeah, so we might be in sense. the heart of Connecticut. I don't know a lot about Connecticut. Me neither. Is Connecticut? It's like it's not rural, but it's quite kind of. It seems like quite a suburban state as a state. Is yeah, it a state? Yeah, it's a, it's a small a town. Connecticut is... No, wait, it's a city. Connecticut is... Connecticut. Where, what state is it in? Connecticut is revealing how ignorant is we are. That's York? what Connecticut's doing. No, it's not in New York. Fuck. I don't know, man. I don't even know anymore. What did you do this weekend? Um, I don't know, man. What Tell did me. I do this weekend? No, I'm, I'm honestly trying to remember. This movie's got a weird quality to it where it kind of retards you. And I've always felt this way about, like, um, shit television shows, that you shouldn't watch heaps of TV, um, but if you do, you should use it like medication, uh, like a um, that's, well, that's pain the, relief. Yeah, that's the beauty of TV. That's why these the, the garbage TV shows rate so well, is because people don't want to be challenged all the time. Sometimes they just want to come home and switch off, and yeah, you don't have to use your brain. The problem the is prob- when people watch, like, nothing but... Like if you're unemployed or something and you just watch tons of shitty TV. Well, I would I would argue that that's probably better for you than what we're doing. Because the difference between watching a shitty TV show and a shitty movie every week mm. is... <laughs> like a shitty TV show, you can watch a shitty episode of a TV show for 22 minutes and that's a pretty okay amount of time to be mentally checked out for. Like, that's fine, but... Oh. An hour 40 is a long, like it, it goes beyond being switched off and it becomes like a challenge and, and it's difficult for yourself. Here's the real fucked up thing as well. Me and Guy have made this rule that we switch our phones off during the movie. So there's like, there's nothing, we have to focus on the film every time, even though we've seen it like, you know, nine, nine times, times now. That's a lot. And um, we broke that today. What do you mean? Well, an hour and ten in, I'd said to you... Oh, yeah, true. I wasn't going to reveal that, but you're right. I'd we been should pe- be... I'm, we, you know it what? Is, we owe it to you guys. It's about transparency. I was pestering Tim throughout the movie. I wanted to go on my phone. I just needed some sort of relief. I felt like I was completely isolated in the world of grown-ups too. I needed to just go on some form of social media and see other people's shitty lives. We made it to an hour, though. And, and it's, oh, an hour ten, actually. And it's, it's pretty... If you've seen the movie eight times before, you'll know what we're saying. Yeah. Do you reckon by the end of this there'll be anyone, like editors included, who have seen Grown Ups 2 as much as us? Because I, I don't reckon there will be. I don't think there will be. I don't know what the editing process is like for a major like Hollywood motion pitch. Oh, yeah. There was the other thing about the whole Trojan horse thing. Like, I kept looking for... Um, you would think by this stage we would have found a boom that's in shot. No, or like a camera. No, this is true. Somewhere, They're, like technically, flawless is a pretty big word to apply to grown-ups too. But there's no major no chinks in the armor. It's true, and surprisingly, this. I mean, obviously, the the plot is has got a few holes in it, but as as far as continuity goes, this thing is absolutely on the nose. I mean, even in the in the in the yoga scene. I was looking at in background of shot. All of the yeah, peripheral characters are in the same place. The same with the fight scene. Like continuity lots, is yeah, it's dead they've on. They've got it down to an art. And I like to think if they just spent a little less time on continuity <laughs> and a little more time polishing this turd of a script. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We, so, uh, we, we, we could be in a much better mood right now, Tim. You would actually swap out some of that I would, polish I would, for a bit I would of good content. I would happily watch Continuity Errors, you know, if it, if it beefed up a joke or something. There's a scene, um, the first John Lovett scene uh, in the yoga place. Where it's surrounded by mirrors. Surrounded by mirrors, which is notoriously hard to shoot because you, you get reflections of cameramen and camera and equipment and shit. But I was looking specifically for it. Didn't see anything in there. If you know of any um, mistakes in Grown Ups 2 that we haven't seen, first of all, tip of the hat to you because I haven't seen them after eight watches nine watches um, well, and also send them through to um, to us yeah on Facebook uh, like like the page the worst idea of all time and you can yeah, hey, I don't know uh, I don't know god this sounds depressing this podcast sounds fucking low so I want to I want to um, tip this up to the positive side for a moment guy because we Oh, first of all, I'd like to address the promise we made in the last episode. Tanya will not be joining us today. I'm sorry. She's we'll, real, though. She she does exist, and we'll we'll and we hook have it up. made ta- we have made contact, and with she's Tanya. keen to come on. I just we need to hook it up. There's technical shit we need to suss out. Um, Time difference. So this, she's in LA. She's a big wig in LA, and yeah. we're just a couple of lowly guys in a in a flat in Greyland, just with a pocket full of dreams and a. In a podcast and, and, studio and, made of egg cartons. And a, melt, a brain literally melting out of our ears little by little each week. Where like, I can feel like, you Oh, know, yeah. Hey, I, I had a point. Okay. So where I was going with that is that uh, ages ago, I said that when we get to episode 10, we're going to start all the fun and games. So that's kicking off with the Grown Ups 2, Worst Idea of All Time, drinking game. <laughs> so we're going to set up rules. And this is going to be interesting because we're going to start getting fucking hammered on a Monday morning. Just like first thing in See, the week. See, this is when I was, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. I was going to do it off, off mic, but yeah. we can do it on. I don't know about, I don't know about a nine o'clock on Monday morning screening time if we are doing a grown up. Like that's when, that is when. If we're doing the drinking game. That is when this whole podcast and this movie is genuinely taking over and ruining <laughs> our lives. When we start getting hammered yeah. at nine o'clock on a Monday morning just to get through another screening of Grown Ups 2, that's when I think that we're going to get people coming in, the in studio interventions. But isn't there something beautiful about that? And doesn't it kind of. It, it What's beautiful? A, you, what, because, you, because it's you like. You sound like a man who wants 
wants to be involved in a beautiful car accident. This is it's not beautiful. It almost serves as a warning to everyone else on how shit, like what the movie can do if you let it. You know, like this movie's so terrible, it'll it'll ruin your life if you give it half a chance. Well, we're giving it more than half a chance. We've like you know, we've <laughs> given it an inch and then we've decided to give it a mile and then we just shining light. I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. My um, shining, yeah, my shining light this week was that we watched the movie on a Sunday last week. Yeah. And so it was actually instead of the regular six or seven, day, seven days without the movie, it was a... There can't be your shining light. The, shining, the point of the shining light is because this film is so awful and we've got to find a brief flicker of hope, a, a little funny moment or something that we enjoyed that juts out. Okay. So find one. Well, you said you didn't have one. Oh, I, I wanted to copy, talk about something that's not a shining you. light. Well, my oh. sh- yeah, no, you no, go. you go. No, you, no go. you go. Okay, okay. I don't I, have a shining I, light. I don't have. A, I don't have anything to we'll, say. We'll bookmark it for later. We'll get to the shining light after we've thought about it some more. Because there's no redeeming. These, Tim right now has got a piece of paper. It's the scramblings <laughs> of a retard. No. You could read this out as a stand-up comedy set list. No, no, no. Those are just. Uh, oh, this, you're trying to fold the, the movie on itself. Yeah. That, so last week I kind of stumbled onto the fact that maybe they tried to shoot this film with half a script and then just started working their way back from the middle back to the start again. But it turns out that doesn't I'm, hold up to much scrutiny. I'm just gonna. Just for fun, I'm going to just walk through some of the things you've written <laughs> yeah, down no, here, and you please. have to say the first thing you think of, okay? Oh, really? Yeah, or just, yeah. Okay. So here we've got school teacher, baby gap. Cartoon character. Cartoon character, interesting. Uh, Bumpy date ask. Huge CD round neck. <laughs> Brayden. Higgins. Second rate, oh, second rate soundtrack. Oh, that's something this? I want to talk about. Yeah? That this movie has a second-rate soundtrack. Yeah, they, they, of course they do. No, but I wanted to contrast it specifically with a movie that was on TV last night called Dazed and Confused. Have you ever seen Dazed and Confused? I have seen Dazed and Confused. Coming out in 1993, fantastic movie. Is that the one with McConaughey? Yes, it goes yeah. high school chicks. This is what I like about those high school girls. Every year they start, I, I, get, I get older. I get older, they, they see the same age. McConaughey, yes, you dog. Um, but that movie like, is quite famous for its soundtrack. It's got an incredible fucking soundtrack. Just like every part of the film was perfect I think they spent a tit load of money on it as well but um, and grown ups too so I mean like Foghat ZZ Top um, that amazing Aerosmith song Sweet Emotion with the greatest intro of any song of all time just like if you look at the 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 track listing for that movie it's stunning I was googling it they didn't even bother releasing a motion picture soundtrack for grown ups too and they do that with every movie like every movie that's that's ever come out I reckon Grown Ups 2 will be the highest budget film that hasn't had an the original soundtrack. motion picture soundtrack. I'd say you're right, because the only original music I can think of from the film is that awful like garage band rejected loop that they play at the end of the ballet recital. When oh, there's, there's that, a lot of production music. That's the low that's the low that was the low point this the week. The low light. That is always the low point. <laughs> that's actually one argument we did have today in the movie was there are two points which jut out as being the worst moments in this horrible abomination. Flesh them out because we've got to remember not everyone's seen the movie. No okay. one's seen the so movie. the first one is Adam Sandler is driving the school bus, don't worry about why, and he goes to pick up um, <laughs> Uh, some kids Chris Rock's kids on the way to school and when they open the door it's a shot of Adam Sandler sitting in the in the seat and it's sort of like a classic old big 
overdone Adam Sandler physical gag. And it's for some reason in this particular shot, in this scene, he gives it exactly the amount of effort it deserves. But it still stands out as being particularly awful. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, meet your new bus driver. And then pretends to play like a clarinet or something. But he's only operating at 40%. And you're like, come on, you're making everyone do this. You've got to <laughs> deliver on this. And just seeing that, I was like, Sandler's not on board. And it's his baby. Yeah, man. And it's just, that's... But it's because he knows what he's making. He's making a little payday for everyone, man. That's right. And then the other one... A little, little tax write-off for the, the kids. The other one that you, you, you can talk about was the, the end of the ballet recital when that music plays. We talk about it Holy quite a lot, fuck. but it's so bad. Oh, good God. It makes you want to, like, unscrew your head from your neck. <laughs> I don't even know there's something like just... You're going to tell them. They don't know what you're talking about. I just... Okay, let me collect my thoughts. So they're all at the ballet recital for uh, the kids' ballet show and it's an incredibly awful scene. Um, Basically, it's just a reason to parade around this um, model who they've hired in the film um, to parade around in a... a, What are they called? A leotard. So you look at her breasts and that's a thing. She's surrounded by children, so it's a bit weird. Um, luckily, John Lovitz is there to save the day with this fantastic line, I'm having a wonderful time. No, this happens after that. Yeah, yeah. So the awful bit is at the, at the tail end of that scene, they kind of like, they ran out of music or something, and so they put in this, yeah, as you say, garage band loop would be a good description. Horrible, synthy Can kinda... we find the music? Can we find the music and put it in the podcast at this point? Fuck no. I've got shit to do. I've just watched this god-awful movie for like an hour and a half. I'm not putting any more into this. Uh, but people need to... It goes, I don't know. How would I search for that? How would I fucking find that? We could maybe, I guess I could cut it out of the actual movie. But God, that seems like a lot of effort. It does seem like a lot of trouble to go to. I could probably... Okay, I'll sit. If I'm going to bother to put it in, here it is now. I probably you didn't, didn't just put it in, did you? Um, uh, so, oh yeah, so that plays, and then it does this panning shot of like, you see David Spade, you see Shaq, you see Peter Dante, uh, whoever the fuck else is in this Chris movie. Wyatt, Kevin James. Just, just dancing, and they're obviously dancing to no music on set. The director, Dennis Dugan, has just been like, guys, just wing it, it's fine, we'll add some, <laughs> we'll add some great music later on and it'll look fantastic. Except it just it comes together to form... The worst moment in the film. Arguably the worst moment in the film. It's one of them. Do you know this thing's like church? Like what? we have to do it every week. <laughs> and we have to like not pay any attention to our phones and stuff. It is a lot like church. But it sucks because there's no, we don't get to go to heaven afterwards. It's just that we're trapped in hell for two hours a week. Oh man. I never thought about it like that. I just got an email. What does it say? You gotta read it aloud. Do I? Yeah, you do. You absolutely do. It's from Tom Furness. Oh shit. Ah. He's he's he can't commit to something I hoped he'd commit to. What was it? Just a little short film. That's a bugger. It's interesting you didn't ask me about uh, my availability for the short film. Well I got another guy I gotta run everything through, you know. Oh, this is just gone. This is gone. This is gone real bleak. <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. I don't want to be in your shit short film anyway, mate. No one asked you to be in a shitty short film, mate. Good, because if they did, you know what I'd say? 
Fuck off, Guy Montgomery. You'd probably say, can I read the script? Nah. It would be the sensible thing. It might be really good. I'll be I mean, I've got, I've got phenomenal taste in movies. I know you. You pick this. This is your doing, sort of. Can we do The Shining Light and leave? Oh, the yeah, comedy festival's to, in we? like fucking three days. Oh, God. We've got shows to write. Oh, <laughs> let's, um, let's do a plug for our shows, man. Let's at least... I feel like this is the worst podcast we've done. Yep. Absolutely is. We're in a bad place, people. Help us out. Um, hey, but do come to our comedy fest shows as well. No, man, can we, we need to sell tickets? No. Can we on. do the plugs next week? Because no one was going to, if they listen. No, to they might do it right now, though. That's the beauty of the internet. Right now. Go, go see our shows, guys. Go and watch Tim Bat Saves Planet Earth. He's playing in Wellington from the 29th to the 3rd of, 29th of April to the 3rd of May. And then he's in Auckland from the 13th to the 17th of May. That? I don't even know my dates. I got, the same, sure I got the same dates as you. Oh, shit. Go and see Guy Montgomery. Uh, <laughs> Guy Montgomery presents Six. a single concise summary of how he feels about certain things. Yeah, that's why That's why I didn't remember it. Shining Light. Fuck me. Um, fuck. Um... <sighs> Well, I guess we talked about set dressing. I'm going to pick that because you didn't actually say it was your shining light, so I'm going to claim it. Really good set dressing. Well done, guys. Proud of you. <laughs> That's a good shining light. Uh, my shining light. I laughed pretty hard when Selma Hayek kicked that chick in the face. <laughs> and it's episode nine of The Worst Idea of All Time. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be better next week. Yeah, I'm we sorry. Promise. We're sort of at the mercy of this movie, though, so it's difficult to know how it will go. Here's a fun anecdote, though. In the weekend, I pretended to be in a band. I was called Derek Danger, and the band was called Derek Danger and the Dumb Cunts. Did you play any instruments or sing or anything? No, I was just a dick. Oh, good stuff. Well, God bless you, Derek Danger, for fighting a good fight. Thank you for um, staying with me for the uh, old Grown Ups 2 watches every week. And thank you, listener, for um, listening to this one. Yeah, apologise for the quality this week. We're a bit depressed. A little bit sad about the movie because it sucks so bad and we've got to watch it another 40 times. But please join us on the journey. Uh, Be part of the conversation, as they say, in the multimedia sphere of global corporations. Shut up, Jim. These people don't want to listen to us anymore. Facebook.com slash worst idea of all time. Catch us on the Twitters and uh, go go fuck yourself, New Zealand. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.